Welcome to the Daily Influencers Podcast. My name is Erica Marie Daly, former marketer and brand manager turned your influencer marketing coach. On this podcast, we help both influencers and brands maximize their collaborations, grow on social media, make more money, and waste less time. Switch, let's jump right into today's episode. Hello, hello. Today, I have the absolute pleasure of interviewing Renee, who is the founder of My Girlfriend Renee, which is so fitting because I have actually never met her in real life, but she feels like that friend that I've had for a while. You know, the kind of friend that like cheers you on and also shares all of her best tips with you. And I actually found Renee through a mutual friend and instantly was attracted to what she was doing. So she started the Boss Babe Shirt Club, where you not only get the cutest t-shirt every month, seriously, go look at the past t-shirt she's done, but you also get to join her awesome community and monthly coaching calls. And Renee is always sharing her small business and real life tips and tricks, as well as lessons along the way as she's still growing and building her own business. And so Renee recently came up with the five pins a day strategy slash challenge, and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I will gladly admit that I am no pro at Pinterest and the way she explained what she was doing made it seem so simple and doable. And I was like, I can do this and I need to tell my influencers about this. So without further ado, let's jump right into the interview. So we're going to kick things off with some rapid fire questions. One of my favorite podcasters, Chris Harder, does this, and I think it's such a fun way to introduce your guest. So the very first question is, where are you from? Southern California. Nice. Me too. (laughs) Um, And what is your favorite quote? Ooh, jump and the net will appear. Oh, I love that one. And I feel like it's so true. And I feel like when you're getting started being an entrepreneur, you're like, yeah, yeah. But like, it is so true. (laughs) Just keep going, jump and it'll, it'll be there. Um, And then the last rapid fire question is every Wednesday, I have my students share their win of the week. So I would love for you to share one of your wins with us. Ooh, launching our podcast, getting the the ball rolling for October. So we have recorded our first episode and intro and got the music nailed down. So that's a huge win. That is awesome. That's so exciting. I'm so excited to listen because you're like the queen of business tips and I love it. (laughs) Huge compliment. Okay, girl. It's so true. Okay, so now we'll just jump right into the questions. And first, I'd just love for you to share a little bit more about yourself and your business. So pretty much I'm still a baby in the entrepreneur like business thing. I've always worked for myself. I've always been an entrepreneur. I just didn't know that that's what I was. I just thought I was weird and always like to hustle for money. I don't know. (laughs) But yes, I'm only about a year and a half in. I started as a blog and now I have a monthly subscription for uh, small business owners. We do a monthly shirt, uh, monthly I design a shirt every single month and then I ship it to you directly. And then we also have an online community where it's support and we network and we also learn from one another. That's so cool. I love it. It's such a fun idea and your shirts are so, so cute. (laughs) Um, And so one thing that you've been doing that really stood out to me and I love it is the five pins a day challenge. How did that start? So I've been trying to deep dive into Pinterest for a while. Ever since I started my blog, I when I launched it, I was like, okay, it's out in the world. Now I'm just going to get people to come and visit it. And clearly, as you know, even with social media, that does not work. <laughs> Nobody is going to find you unless you go out and hunt for them. So that's where I started learning more about Pinterest and how big of a traffic driver it is. And the common recommendation for Pinterest is about 30 to 45 pins a day. Mm 
which as a small business owner, mom, you know, doing all the things that is not realistic. So I started trying to commit to five pins a day. I'm like, realistically, everybody has time to do five pins. Max, it takes you 30 minutes. Now I can get it done in less than 10. So I started having my Boss Babe Shirt Club members do it and they were getting great results just like I was. So it kind of like snowballed into this like thing that I preach now because I've been doing it for so long and getting great results from it. Awesome. And what would you say like your results have been like this last year or since you started? So now Pinterest is a long game strategy. So the way you have to go about Pinterest is you don't just put a pin out and think that it's just going to grow. It's going to take a couple of months. So now that I have been doing it for a couple months, they're all compounding. So by doing five pins a day, if you really think about it, that's 25 fresh pins a week that I am getting and putting out there for free so that people can come to my blog. So by doing that, it's compounding over time and you're constantly getting in the habit of putting out your content. Same as showing up on social media every single day. The more you do it and the consistency it all builds up. That's really good to know. I will admittedly tell you and everyone else that I have never done Pinterest really. I use it for personal and I pin everything, but I haven't ever really used it for business because kind of like you said, you know, when I've heard about it, it just seems so overwhelming. And I feel like with social media and just those alone, it's a lot of work. So I just kind of put it on the back burner and I'm like one day, but I have been trying out your five pins a day. I will say I've missed a few days, but it is like so easy and attainable to just do five pins a day. And, you know, I'm glad that you said that it takes a while because at first you're like, okay, nothing happened with that Mm -hmm. one, but that's okay. Like you test it. And I just think it's so cool what you're doing. So, um, what exactly is the five pins a day challenge and how can listeners participate? So pretty much what it is, is you're going to take your either old blog posts, brand new blog posts that you just launched. You can take products. You can do your old Instagram posts or any type of valuable content. You can take that. What you're going to do is you're going to create five different pin images for that blog post. So you you can spread it around so you can do five different blog posts or five different content things, but I just keep it simple. And I'm literally like perfect example, cute packaging ideas for small business owners. I take that blog post and I create five pin images for it. Then I post those to Pinterest every single day, check it off my list and I'm good to go. And I never have to look at it again. So everybody can do that and take that challenge and say, okay, for a month, I'm going to do five pins a day and then just see how your traffic goes. What do you have to lose? Yeah. I love that. And I like that you said that you do one and then you do five different images because I know even just with like Facebook ads, sometimes the image you think is going to be so good flops and then you put up a random picture and it's the best, most, you know, performing one that you did. So I love that you try different things because it's a great way to just know that you are testing. And then from there you can optimize later. So I love that little tip. And listeners don't need to spend money on those apps like Tailwind, correct? I think I've heard you talk about that. 100%. So I've done both. Like I said, in the beginning, when I was learning all of the things, you could not read a blog post without Tailwind being in it, right? I mean, we've all heard of it, whether you know what it is or not. You've heard of the name Tailwind. And what it is, is a convenient scheduling platform. So you pay for $14.99 a month and it allows you to free up time. So you can take like a Sunday night and schedule all your pins for the week. It's great for people that work full time or manage Pinterest for other people like social media managers, all of that. Um, People that have a problem being consistent 
with Pinterest and know they're not going to do it every single day. I personally made it a point to do five pins a day. I canceled Tailwind right away and my traffic has still been the same. But if you want to get your vanity metrics up, which are views and stuff like that, like I can get up to 8 million views a month using Tailwind, but that doesn't translate to traffic. So if you get past the vanity metrics, then you don't need it. But if you're trying to look credible, I get it, then Tailwind's a great option or convenient, but it's not necessary. Gotcha. And I know I've tried out Tailwind before and with the vanity metrics, I think what you're talking about is when you use that, you can also pin other people's things mixed in so that it gets up that viewership really high. But I'm glad that you pointed out that, you know, while that's a cool big number to have, it's not going to drive traffic and convert to anything that you actually want. And you're just sharing other people's stuff. So I think that's a really good point because that's something I always talk about on social media, you know. So we got to forget about those vanity metrics. I love that. It was something I noticed because I was spending the $14.99 a month and I didn't have enough content to fill the spaces of scheduling all those Mm -hmm. pins a day because I can easily schedule 25 a day. So I was paying to pin other people's content. So really, when you think about it, it's like, wait, hold up. What? You know, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Well, it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. (laughs) And I love how when we were talking before, you mentioned that most people, you know, make Pinterest this overwhelming and complicated job. And like I said before, I honestly think that's why I just never really got into it myself. So I love how you created something that is simple and effective and also time friendly. And I know a lot of influencers already feel super overwhelmed with the content creation, myself included, that I just never really had time to try it out. Was that something that was necessary for you to do? And is that kind of why you created it? And what would be your advice, you know, for influencers that are on all the other platforms as well? I think, yeah, it was mandatory because I needed to get my name out there because in on, as you know, Instagram is so competitive nowadays and like 90% of your following isn't even seeing your content. So you're constantly, you know, climbing to get attention where Pinterest isn't a social media platform. It is Google pretty much. It's a search engine. So by putting my content out there, especially mine, I market to small businesses. So I have a lot of helpful tips. Mm -hmm. Pinterest is a great resource. So if I can position myself on that platform and reach a new audience for free, I'm going to do it. And I encourage everybody else, especially with influencers. If you are doing, you know, outfits, like to know it, all of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that crushes on Pinterest because if you think about it, if you're going to a concert, what's the first thing you do? You go on Pinterest, cute country comfort concert ideas, you know, and then you get your outfit inspo. So if you think about it, if you have a like to know it account and you're putting your outfit on there, all those people can click all of that to buy and it's for free, you know? Totally. I love that. And it's funny because I know that Pinterest used to not let affiliate links on their platform and now they do. And when I started Pinterest, it was all outfit inspo and I've gotten so many things off there. So I definitely think it is great for influencers when they are doing that. And then you also mentioned how it's more of a search engine and something I always preach to my influencers is that, you know, it's kind of sad because content dies on social media, especially Instagram, pretty much after three days. And no one really goes back and scrolls through your feed and images to find something that you wrote. And nowadays we use it so much like a blog. So one thing I do love about Pinterest is the fact that that content lives forever. And when someone searches it, it can pull up right in the search results, just like Google. So it's a great way to keep your content that you're already doing on social media alive. So that was a great point that you made. 
As I was editing this, I thought of something else really important, and that's that I think a lot of people overlook including Pinterest into their proposals. But when you can understand what we were just talking about and the fact that that keeps your content fresh and searchable pretty much forever, as opposed to Instagram, that's a major bonus to a brand. And it's something that you can easily just duplicate on over to Pinterest, charge a little extra money for that. And it's a great benefit to the brand. It's number one, going to make you guys look smart because you know what you're talking about. But two, it's going to say, hey, you know, I'm doing these Instagram posts for you, but they kind of die after, you know, a week when the content gets pushed down in my own feed and they jump out of the actual feed that people are searching. So if I add it to my Pinterest board, that's going to be something that people can search forever. And that keeps that content alive. So I would love to do five to 10 pins for you on my Pinterest so that you do get that reach and that extra audience ongoing from that platform. So I would definitely start including Pinterest as a little add-on. It's going to be easy for you. It's going to help your content, you know, live on and the brand's content live on. And it's a major value to the brand. And it's something that you guys can use to boost your payments. And what do you think is the most effective way to pin? Or have you noticed any trends that work best for you? For me personally, it's value driven. So even though my customer might not need my value today, it's long game. It's going to be there. It's evergreen. So whenever they are, they can come back and read that. So say you're scrolling through Pinterest and you find my content that says, you know, how to start a blog and you're not quite there yet. You pin it. And in a couple months when you are ready to start a blog, you can come back and circulate to that. So it's nice to have like that overall value content because that builds trust. You know how that works. The more mm-hmm. you people trust you, they don't buy from you just because you're like, oh, buy this. You have to build that value, that relationship. So my best advice and what I've known that works well for my business is constantly pinning value. I love that. Yeah. And another great point about how you know Pinterest works and how it really is that long game I know for sure that I pin things for the future and I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. Even now I'm, you know, been pinning fall stuff way ahead and now it's fall. So I'm going back and looking at all that, you know, ideas. So that is a great, great point. And I really love that about Pinterest. And how do you think Pinterest can help influencers and bloggers? So pretty much you can show your outfit, but you can take it one step further because how do you stand out in a saturated market? Only you can do the way you do it. So a good thing that I like to see is three ways to style this or two ways to style this or five different ways to wear, you know, boots or whatever it is, just constantly thinking of what kind of stuff people would be searching for. So if you want to do concert ideas, you would be like, if you're going to a country concert, here are my five outfit recommendations or something like that. So instead of just saying, here's my outfit, tell a story on how they can take that outfit, where they're going to use it, what it would be for, or baby shower ideas, you know, stuff like that. Like, what would you go to Pinterest for? Think about that. Like even hairstyles, cute top knot ideas, or how to style a top knot. You know what I mean? Just different ways that people would search for content versus just putting an outfit out there. Yeah, totally. And again, with it being a search engine and not just Instagram, where there is no searchability, you have to think about, you know, the different things that people will search. And I know for sure, Coachella, the first time I went, I was like, what the heck am I supposed to wear? And you know, there's tons of stuff on there. And I bought tons of stuff from bloggers that had used Pinterest. And that was definitely the first place I went, not even on Instagram. So so I do know I have some influencers who absolutely do not want to start a blog or have a website because I think it just seems overwhelming to them. And I know, 
you know, we think that websites, you have to know how to code, but there's so many options. Um, but they really want to stick strictly to social media, particularly Instagram. Do you think that Pinterest can still be beneficial for that person? And do you think that you would suggest to people to start a blog? I think you can do both. So I think you can use you can pin all of their stories. So this is what I like to say is like, you can repurpose the content you're making for Instagram. Nowadays you're doing animated stories. You're spending all these times, you know, all this time editing your photos while you're uploading it to to Instagram, just upload it to Pinterest while you're at the, like, while they're both open on your phone, you can do it really quick. I personally don't recommend the phone, you know, just cause, but yeah. you can, you can literally take your, your thing from Lightroom, put it on Instagram, put it on Pinterest, and then just link it back to that Instagram post so that you get more awareness. Because if somebody keeps seeing your outfits and they're like, this girl is so cute, they're gonna click on it and they're gonna go follow you on Instagram because chances are, if you're on Pinterest, you're gonna go back and forth between Instagram and Pinterest. It's just the way the world, I mean, you're gonna hop on Facebook. You know what I mean? You're gonna be on all the apps. I strongly suggest having a blog. It's not as hard as you think. I mean, last year I didn't even own a computer. You know what I mean? And now I have a monthly subscription. So it's really not that hard. You do not have to. I mean, the Wix, Squarespace, all of that makes life so much easier. And it's just a way to own it because my biggest fear is when Instagram goes away, my business won't be gone if I have my website and my email list. Like that has been my focus this year is growing my email list and growing my website so that way people can still find me if Instagram leaves tomorrow because we do not control it. So I don't want to put all my ducks in one you know, all my eggs in a basket or however you say it, because I'm scared they're going to take it away. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And I know I'm in a bunch of influencer groups and everyone just keeps talking about, I mean, I feel like it's a weekly occurrence. We were like, my engagement's dropping again. My reach is so low and we're reaching like super small fractions of our audiences. And so, I mean, I don't even see how it could get any worse. You'd almost have nothing there. So it's crazy that we invest so much time building these things where one content doesn't live forever two, you don't own the platform. You have no control over who sees it. So I, I definitely think it's valuable to have a blog. And like you said, there's tons of great places where people can build it. You don't need any experience. They have tons of videos to help you out. I know most of them even have dedicated chat support that you can literally ask a million questions. And I use and abuse those and I, (laughs) they probably hate me, but it's worth it. I mean, you're paying for it. So you might as well and have something that you really like. So I think that's great advice. Um, What would be your best piece of advice to influencers and bloggers who want to start trying to incorporate Pinterest in their business? Don't overthink it. I mean, obviously easier said than done. We're all guilty of this. But first thing I would do is create a business account on Pinterest. A lot of people, chances are you already have one just because we've all been on Pinterest before. You can convert that over to a business account. And why I say that is the same as Instagram. You wanna check those analytics. If you don't have the analytics, you're not gonna be able to tell what type of content is performing so you don't know what to double down on. So if you have the analytics, you can see what pins are performing well. What's what's driving the, cl- the link click? what you know what's getting the most traffic so you can double down on that type of content Um, other than that you pretty just pretty much just want to do that and then you want to start on canva start creating pins start slow start with one a day you don't have to go like go hard tailwind all that (laughs) stuff like just start with one and show up every single day then it'll grow and you'll get more comfortable you'll find your groove and then you'll be fine but do not overthink it it's really not that hard I love that. And I think it's great that you mentioned the analytics. I forgot that there is a business side to Pinterest and I am all about analytics when it comes to everything. Cause that's the only way you really know what's working. We can guess, we can throw 
things at the wall, but unless we're looking at the stats, we just have no idea. So it's definitely a great way to save yourself time and energy and make sure things are working. So I love that piece of advice. So I know that you started a a pin worksheet. I'm not sure what the name is, but I know that people can get their hands on it now. So I would love for you to tell me what that is and how people can get it. So it's the five pins a day checklist. So what it is just a cute way to keep you on track because you're always like, oh yeah, I'm going to do it. And then you don't really do it. So this is just a good way to kind of see it and remind yourself like, hey, get your pins done. All you do is just check it off Monday through Friday because we take weekends off around here. Yes. <laughs> I and, love that. and then you just check it off. So that way you can track it. So by the end of the week, you'll be like, dang, I put down all those pins and it's motivation. Obviously, when you see stuff working, you're like, okay, this is amazing. And you can check your analytics as well. So you can say, you know, I had this many monthly views, this many clicks. And over time, you can see that kind of grow and progress. And it's under 10 bucks. I mean, it's pretty, it's, it's a pretty good little way just to kind of kick your butt and get you into Pinterest. <laughs> I love that. And it's super cute. I saw it on your Instagram. Um, and then last but not least, how can people find you online? I'm at my girlfriend Renee on everything. And I also have a free guide to starting your Pinterest. So it's free. All you do is just download it. It's on my website and it'll get you started. It's a Pinterest for beginners, start to finish. That way you can get up and running and it's not going to cost you anything because I'm here to help. I believe everybody should be on Pinterest. It's worked for me. I do not do this for a living. I literally have no interest in doing this for a living. I just know that it's worked for my business and I want it to work for somebody else. I love that. And I'll make sure to put all of the links in um, the description so people can access that easily. And while I'm thinking of it, how did you come up with your name? I feel like it's so cute and it fits you because I literally feel like we're friends and we've never met, but you know, just following each other and interacting, you're like the girlfriend that everyone wished they had when they're starting their business. Is that kind of how it came about? Yeah. So I used to be a hairstylist and I did spray tanning. So they would say like, oh, who does your hair? And it would be like, oh, my girlfriend, Renee, or you got to go see my girlfriend, Renee, who does your tanning? Oh, my girlfriend, Renee. So that's kind of how I was writing it down at like a, I think I was at a conference and I was writing them down. You know, you just come up with the names and you're just like kind of brain dumping. And it finally hit me. I'm like, oh, dang, there it is. My girlfriend, Renee. And it's the girlfriend you never thought you needed. (laughs) I love that. It is so fitting. And that's so funny how it started like that. It's so hard to come up with a name. So it's fun when you can have like outside people that are already calling you that and using it to use that as your name. So absolutely love that. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you could take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this podcast with your friends. All right, you guys, I'll see you on the next episode.